What's going on guys? This is just another critic. Welcome back to the channel. Thanks for watching. Um, and today we're going to go ahead and go over the predictions for week one as far as the top 25 goes. Um, obviously games start tomorrow, Thursday the 30th. I know this is top 25, but one of the more notable games that we're not going to be seeing here because they're not in the top 25, is Northwestern and Purdue. It's going to be one of the bigger games uh, for the Big Ten. Now, other than that, I mean, I really kind of want to touch on the bigger games coming up this week. Of course, UCF, your 2017 national champions, some might say. Um, they're going to be playing UConn. They've got a 23-point 20, favorite, 23.5 points. Um you know, UCF is expected to come out on top with that one. Michigan State should easily go ahead and handle their business, as well as Wisconsin. The Stanford and San Diego State game, um, you know, San Diego State, you just never know what you're going to get. They typically have pretty good running backs. Um, but Stanford should have no issue being able to win that one. Other than that, guys, I really just wanted to talk about the bigger games coming up this week. Um, obviously, we've got Washington and Auburn. Um, let's see. Michigan, Notre Dame. We've got Louisville and Bama. Then the bigger games on Sunday and Monday. We've got Miami at LSU and, of course, Virginia Tech at Florida State. Now, as far as these big games go, um, I'm going to try and keep this video as short as possible. Not really going to go into too much depth, um, but here, this is probably the biggest opener uh, besides the Notre Dame game with Michigan because of, I guess, you know, the stipulations it has. With Washington playing Auburn, here's the way I see it. Auburn can lose to Washington and still make the playoff. But I can't see Washington losing to Auburn and still making the playoff. You know, I mean, they can still go ahead and win the Pac-12, but I feel just the way that the committee is, they favor SEC teams. Um, it's just more likely for Auburn to get in as a one or two loss team than it is for Washington to get in as a one loss team. Personally, in this game, um, a lot of people are hyped up on Washington. They really think, you know, they've got a solid defense. Um, they've got one of the best secondaries in the country. They've got a great running back. Quarterback is good enough to, to get them to the playoff. We've obviously seen that uh, when they went ahead and played Alabama. Um, but really, I, I'm, I just feel like they haven't been tested uh, they weren't tested last year. Of course, they went ahead and played Alabama. I think it was two or two years ago or so. And they feel like, I know a lot of fans feel like in that game, they kind of showed that they were able to compete with an SEC team. It wasn't necessarily the result they wanted. I think it was a 24-7 to final. Um, and they held Bama to 24 points. But we've also got to remember that in that game, they played against, you know, Jalen Hurts, and of course, as we're continuing to learn, I mean, Jalen Hurts just isn't the greatest uh, of passers. He's a great runner, 
great athlete. Uh, but the biggest question mark for me uh, last year, you know, was, I mean, who who exactly was Washington's toughest game? Of course, Stanford with Bryce Love. Uh, but as passers in the Pac-12, the best passer was arguably Josh Rosen or Sam Darnold, right? And you've obviously got Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, both went to the NFL, both, uh, you know, top NFL draft picks. And Josh Rosen played on a 6-7 and seven UCLA team, so I didn't really see the win over UCLA as that impressive. They didn't actually play USC last year, so we didn't actually get to see that matchup. Um, I know Stanford actually beat Washington last year, and then they were in a close one with Utah. So I just feel like this will probably be the biggest uh, test of their season, playing against Auburn. They got Jared Stidham, great arm, great wide receivers, and their defensive front is just ferocious. I mean, anytime you play an SEC defense, it's just going to be a different animal because of the type of recruits that you're getting down in the South compared to what you get on the West Coast. So, I mean, if I if I wasn't looking at ranks, if I wasn't looking at stats, and I just had to go off of, you know, um, shooting from the hip, I would I would just have to say that Auburn's going to be able to pull this out. Um, and, you know, I would like to see Washington surprise me and, and play better than a lot of us are expecting him to come to come out. But I don't know. It, it's the obvious pick is going to be Auburn for most people. And that's how I feel as well. Um, but like I said, I mean, I hope Washington comes out different and can show us that they can compete, you know, with these SEC teams and, you know, not only compete, but they can go ahead and win these types of games because when it comes to the college football playoff, the the teams in the playoff are going to look almost as identical as Auburn. Alabama, Clemson, um, Georgia, all tough defensive fronts. Um, but, yeah, with that being said, let's go ahead and move on to the next game, which is Michigan and Notre Dame. And this is a massive, massive game. I think college game day is going to be there. And Notre Dame, man, they had a nice season last year, a lot of success, and then kind of just, you know, hit a wall when they went to Miami and they got routed there. Um, here at this game, man, I think Michigan is highly overlooked. And I'm actually a Wisconsin fan. And they're going to be one of the more scary teams in the Big Ten this year. Their defense is just I, – I would give them – if I had to say where I would rank their defense at this point, I'd probably say top five, top three, um, you know, right behind Bama, Clemson, all those types of teams. Um, and at this point, I think Michigan, if they can put some pressure on the quarterback, I know Notre Dame lost two of their best O-line to the NFL draft, um, but they're typically pretty good at, you know, uh, reloading in that position. Uh, but man, Michigan, I think their defense is just going to be too tough. We're going to see a different dynamic to the Michigan offense with Shea Patterson. He's going to be able to, you know, run uh, more type of more of a RPO type offense, and they'll have a lot of success against Notre Dame. And I think Michigan will go ahead and win that game by a touchdown or two. Now, with that being said. Uh, we've got the Louisville and Alabama game. Alabama, Nick Saban obviously isn't choosing a starting quarterback just yet. I guess on the depth chart, they're listed as co-starters with Jalen Hurts and Tua Tagovailoa. 
Now, with that being said, I believe if Tua is given the reins, uh, you know, of the football team and, you know, they kind of let him do what he does, he's going to go off on Louisville. He's just going to go off on Louisville. Um, the talent of those Alabama wide receivers, it's just ridiculous. They can get separation against just about anyone. Um, and Louisville was talking a lot of trash coming into this game. Um, as some of the players and, of course, of course, the actual head coach of Louisville actually kind of somewhat guaranteed the fans that they would actually win this game. So I'm excited to see how this one plays out. I believe that Alabama is going to go ahead and blow them out. Roughly, if I had to predict a score, I would say maybe 56 to 21 or 17 around there. Um, just because of the type of talent that uh, Tua brings to the table, his arm talent. I see a lot of big plays, a lot of quick touchdowns. Uh, if Nick Saban does actually start Tua, that's my prediction. But if Jalen Hurts is the guy that he's going to go with, I think it's going to be a less uh, lower scoring game for the Alabama side. Um, but if he does go ahead and start Tua, and then they kind of run up the score within the first two to three quarters, I would expect to see him uh, possibly pull Tua to play Jalen if Jalen, you know, is wanting to come in unless he's trying to save those four games. It just kind of depends. But if Tua is the guy, I believe it's going to be a high-scoring game for Alabama. And, you know, Louisville's got a quarterback that is supposedly similar to uh, Lamar Jackson. I don't think he's nearly as fast, but he does have a mobile uh, aspect to him. But with that being said, I think Alabama is going to go ahead and easily take that game. Um, I'm going to go ahead and skip over this Bowling Green and Oregon game. Oregon shouldn't have an issue being able to go ahead and win that one. And then we've got Miami at LSU. Now, whew, that Miami defense is, is a really good defense. Um, but I don't know yet. I just don't know yet. I think LSU... What people are forgetting is that LSU has recruited, has had some of the best recruiting classes throughout, you know, the the past decade or so. So it's it's definitely not for a lack of talent. I just I just believe it's been you know a lack of quarterback play first off at LSU, and then the coaching. So if Ed Orgeron can get those guys together, I think LSU can go ahead and win this game. Um, but it's, I believe it's going to be a close one. A lot of people are saying Miami's going to go in there and blow them out. But I know LSU's got a new quarterback in, in uh, the transfer from Ohio State. So I wouldn't be surprised if LSU wins it in a close one. But I also wouldn't be surprised if Miami goes ahead and wins it by, you know, a few touchdowns. Um, with that being said, we've got the big matchup in the ACC. Oof. Virginia Tech and Florida State. Kind of the same thing with Florida State. You know, they lost DeAndre Francois in the opener versus Alabama last year. Virginia Tech has been a consistent uh, consistent team in the ACC. They've always been competitive. Um, they have a pretty good quarterback going on in there. I know they lost some key defensive players. So here in this one, Florida State, man, they've just got a lot of talent. I like Willie Taggart coming in and taking over that team. He he just knows 
he just knows how to put his quarterbacks in in good positions to have success. So I, I do believe Florida State is going to go ahead and win this game. I know DeAndre Francois was just named the starting quarterback, and I just believe the talent at Florida State. They've got so much to prove this year um, because of what happened last year and the types of teams that they ended up losing to. So I do believe Florida State will go ahead and pull this one out um, in a close one. Then, I mean, I believe we've covered just about all the actual important games, um, the bigger games that have, you know, obviously bigger stipulations. If I, if I did have to pick an upset of this opening week, it would probably be this game right here, FAU at Oklahoma. FAU, obviously, head coach Lane Kiffin. Um, they've actually got a great dual threat quarterback, and a lot of people are saying that running back is a possible Heisman candidate. Um, but, of course, playing in that conference that FAU pay, plays in is typically not going to be, you know, in the actual running for the Heisman. But he's definitely, uh, you know, seen – I believe his name is Devin Singletary or something like that. But he's, at the, he's playing uh, running back at FAU. And their quarterback is actually the QB from Last Chance U. Um, so he's done a lot of good things. And, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if FAU actually pulls out a W versus Oklahoma in the opener um, or at least keep it keep, keeps the game close. If not, it's just going to be a high-scoring game. Oklahoma probably like 50-something to 30-something. Um, here's some other notable games. Ole Miss versus Texas Tech. That's expected to be a high-scoring game. I believe Ole Miss wins that game just because, you know, SEC defense, Big 12 defense, if I got to put my money on it, obviously I'm going to go with Ole Miss's defense just because they play in the SEC. They get those those Southern guys, um, you know, at the front seven. So uh, with that being said, I think I already touched on the Northwestern-Purdue game. Northwestern, man, they're actually a 10-3 and game going 10-3 and pretty quietly. Um, and they were really competitive in the Big uh, Big Ten last year. So I do see them going ahead and pulling out that W at Purdue. Purdue is definitely on the rise and getting better, but they did lose some key guys on defense last year. Um, but with that being said, guys, just go ahead and give you a quick recap. Um, upset of the week, if I had to pick, obviously going to go ahead and pick FAU over Oklahoma. The Auburn and Washington game, I'm going to have to go ahead and take Auburn in Atlanta. We've got Michigan and Notre Dame. Went ahead and took Michigan over Notre Dame just because of that defense with Shea Patterson. I just think we're going to see a different Michigan team. And after they beat Notre Dame, I wouldn't be surprised if they pop in to the top 10 or even close to the top 10. And then, of course, Bama should have no issue being able to take care of business versus Louisville. We've got um, Miami at LSU. Oof. I'm just going to make a bold pick and say LSU is going to go ahead and win that game. And then we've got Florida State versus Virginia Tech. And, of course, I went ahead and took Florida State uh, versus Virginia Tech at home. But with that being said, guys, um, if you're listening here on my podcast or here on YouTube, Definitely appreciate you guys watching the videos. Um, subscribe, like, comment. Um, but I do want to hear you guys' opinions. You know, in the comments, basically drop the teams 
that you believe are going to go ahead and win in the bigger games of this week. If you want to list them out every single team in week one from the FBS, that's up to you. Um, but I'm definitely more interested in the top 25 teams and, of course, the bigger matchups that have bigger consequences. So, yeah, with that being said, guys, drop a comment. I'd love to hear your opinion. Um, also, as well, hit me up on Twitter, just another critic. But with that being said, uh, thank you guys for watching. If you guys agree with me, great. If you don't agree with me, great. But I'm just another critic, just sharing my opinions. Appreciate you guys watching the videos. Have a great rest of your day. Peace.